Welcome to The Profitable Way. I am your host, Robin Gooding, and this is a podcast for entrepreneurs looking to do good in the world while pursuing profits and living a rich life. I truly believe that the missing link to multi-passionate, heart-centered entrepreneurs is the intersection of a holistic strategy, an efficient back-end system, and the soul work that focuses on our inner world so that our outer world can flourish. My clients have quit the cubicle, moved overseas for the digital nomad life, more than doubled their income, and expanded their lives using my signature framework that integrates strategy, systems, and soul. If you're looking to clarify your strategy, structure and optimize your systems, and amplify your soul work, you are in the right place. I promise to relentlessly support you making money online, doing what you love, so that you can live your version of an epic and rich life. Hello, welcome. And if you are in the Northern Hemisphere, it's probably back to school this week. So I hope you have had an amazing week so far and uh, and you find this episode feeling maybe a little bit more relaxed than when the kiddos were around. Today, I want to talk about marketing principles that are always timeless and not trendy. Okay. And the reason I want to talk about that is because the online marketing world is so fast paced. It's crazy, crazy, crazy fast paced. And it can be really, really exhausting and overwhelming and also just a little bit confusing and paralyzing if we're always trying to follow the trends instead of just sticking to what we know foundationally works in marketing. When we focus on what actually works and when we focus on the pieces that no matter what trend is trending, we can always have a sustainable, solid marketing foundation. And over the years, I've learned that it's so important to kind of put some blinders on and to run your own race. Because truthfully, there's no trend that can replace what will always be timeless when it comes to your unique marketing and what works for you, what works for your business, what works for the people in your community. Those are the things that will always be amazing anchors for you to come back to. And I'm going to talk to a few of them today. So the first one I want to start with is blue ocean strategy. So blue ocean strategy is basically the principle that we find a gap in the market and we niche down to be the best to the people looking for that service. And the blue ocean strategy is something that I first learned in, uh, in a, a session by Marie Forleo. She was kind of like the original business coach course creator person in my world, at least. And she talked in depth about the blue ocean strategy. At the time, I didn't really understand how it applied to me and my business because I, like some of you listening, wanted to help everybody. But I, at the time, was also working 
as a marketing and business strategist, as a consultant. And I realized that niching down and finding that gap in the market made or break so many businesses. And I've seen that be true over the last more than a decade since I've been working with businesses and since I've been building my own as well. It is always going to be important to find a niche. Now, having said that, there's also a different framework for looking at niche and thinking about your niche. If you are like a manifesting generator or somebody who just has a lot of ideas and is highly, highly creative, you don't have to pigeonhole yourself to be effective in the strategy. I do have another episode. I'll link it in the show notes that offers a different way of thinking about niche. If that's something that is a little bit frustrating for you. Now, the second thing that always works is paying attention to things that are working outside of your niche. Okay. So yeah, you want to know where the gap is in your niche. You want to pay attention to what's going on in your niche and who's serving the customers you want to be in front of. And at the same time, we want to pay attention to what's happening outside of your niche so that you can learn and expose yourself and get out of the bubble and then take those lessons and apply them in your niche so that you're offering a counter perspective. You're offering something new and fresh and dynamic versus repeating what everybody else is saying, what everybody else is doing. There's a few niches, especially in the online world or in the the coaching space that I can think of that very much sound the same. A lot of the creators, a lot of the coaches sound similar and they haven't really fully identified their own voice or their own perspective within their niche. And that is the part of building an authority that allows people to stand out. If you know that you're really good at what you do, if you think that your branding is cohesive and strong and you are consistently getting in front of people, but you're not seeing sales, you're not converting, I would guess that you need to cultivate more authority in your marketing. And one of the ways to do that is to bring in fresh perspectives, fresh voices, fresh ways of looking at things. And getting outside of your bubble is really an amazing way to access your creativity and to be inspired outside of what everybody else is doing around you. The echo chamber is not helping anybody. The third timeless marketing practice that always, always works is storytelling. And this summer, storytelling was center stage for a reason. And the reason is I think we've kind of lost our way a little bit in the social media era of truly understanding the story archetype. For a while, I saw a lot of educational content, a lot of tips. And while while there's like absolutely a place for that, there's just this really profound impact that storytelling has when it comes to our marketing. And it's important to do it really, really, really well. For as long as humans have been human, storytelling has been part of our way of life. It's been how we've spread messages. It's been how we've connected. And it is a powerful, powerful driver when it comes to sales and conversions. So integrating more storytelling 
not just overall as a brand and as an essence of your brand, but also in your content and how you're speaking to your ideal clients in the emails you're sending all of that in the podcast episodes you're recording. Like personally, that's one of my goals for myself as we get into Q4 here soon. And just bringing back the the power of storytelling and like really good storytelling, thinking about the hero journey, thinking about the hook, thinking about the context, thinking about the highs, the lows, really bringing people along for that ride. And the more memorable the story, the more memorable the message. So relaying information via stories in your marketing is always going to allow people to remember you and remember your brand. And honestly, I don't think there's anything more powerful in a world of information saturation, right? We are bombarded all the time with all the things. So when we bring in something that's truly memorable and it allows your brand to be more iconic, people listen, they pay attention and they choose to work with you over somebody else. My next point kind of ties into storytelling, but it's a little bit more specific. And that is emotions. When we can tap into emotions, when we can allow people to feel something, then people take action, especially when it's something that they identify with. People who really, really struggle to market their programs, their offers, or their business overall really struggle to identify how their lead, how their client, how their community wants to feel. Because if you can nail the feeling, you can nail the sale. All right. We know that there's incredible psychology when it comes behind emotional purchasing decisions that most people will buy based on an emotion and then later on justify it based on logic. But the emotion is the biggest driver when it comes to conversion. So it's important to understand how do my people want to feel? How can I integrate that feeling with my branding and my marketing? And how can I show them that this is possible for them so that they feel the way that excites them, that empowers them, that feels nourishing and abundant and expansive and allows them to then take action aligned with who they want to become or what they want to receive and achieve as part of this sale. So nail the sale by nailing the feeling. The next timeless marketing principle I want to speak to is the power of cohesion. When a brand feels cohesive across all touch points, you are building trust and you are also building this experience of being memorable. So trust is built by consistency over time. And when you are consistent across your platform, so for example, if you have an Instagram page, you're consistent with your branding there. On your website, it's consistent. On your sales page, it's consistent. Uh, on your YouTube channel or your podcast or your Pinterest, it's consistent. When you're just really, really, really consistent, you are building trust with your community. Trust is an essential ingredient when it comes to time to people making the decision to pay to work with you. They have to have trust. We've talked about this numerous times on this podcast, but they need to have trust in themselves. They need to have trust in you and they need to have trust in the business and the offer, right? And so when like the marketing piece comes into trust, it's really about building that 
cohesive brand, the cohesive messaging, speaking to the same things. It also can be a little bit hard to always repeat yourself and to think that you're saying the same thing over and over and over and over again. But that is the thing that builds trust. So in your marketing, you want to keep saying the same thing over and over again. You just want to find creative ways of saying the same thing. And that's when marketing is done really, really well. And the cohesion cultivates that brand trust. The next timeless marketing tool at your disposal is to leverage your client megaphones. And this is really about getting your clients epic results, getting your customers epic results. When you get people great results, they just sell your offer for you, right? They'll go out and tell people about how great it is. They'll send referrals to you. They'll drop your name wherever they can. And they will be the living social proof of your work. And there truly is no better marketing megaphone on earth than somebody trusting you, sharing you with the people that they trust. And therefore, one of the most important marketing timeless tips is to get your people great results, to sell amazing products, to over deliver and wow people and truly deliver on the promise you make for them in your marketing. Your, pro- your product will literally start to sell itself. Which brings me to the least sexy for many people of these timeless marketing tips, but it's all about the data. When you understand what is actually working for you specifically in your business and you identify where you're losing people, then you can get into those blind spot activations, right? How can I improve this? Is it a skill gap? Is it a mindset gap? Is it a strategy gap? Is it a time gap? Is it a team gap? Like where is the gap here? And when you know what the gap is, then you can take action on that. But marketing involves looking at numbers. It involves looking at data. It involves getting really clear on a funnel and how it's working for you or how it's not working for you. And This means that you have to solve the problem that actually makes sense because you might say, I'm throwing all of my energy into my messaging and it's not working. Well, maybe the problem is not the messaging. Maybe the problem is that we're not getting your messaging in front of the right people or enough people. Or maybe we're having amazing visibility. There's a lot of people on the front end of your funnel. They're seeing it. They know you but we're not getting the messaging right, or we're not getting the value right, or we're not getting the offer that they want. We're not solving the right problem for them right. And the data unlocks the mystery. So it doesn't have to be a mystery if you know what data to look at. And if you understand the power of leveraging that data to make different decisions, because marketing always works. It's kind of like a science experiment. It always works. You just have to find the right formula that works for you. And one thing I wanted to share a tip that I've shared based on data I've looked at across my funnels and my client funnels is that clear and simple always wins. 
when people understand what you're selling and they know how to take immediate action in an effortless way, everybody wins. You win, they win, your business wins. It's win, win, win. And a lot of people want to get really creative with the call to actions or they want to get really poetic in their marketing or they also want to get too granular in their marketing. Anything on the extreme side is probably not going to work great. We want it to be clear over clever and we want it to be simple over complicated. It is important that we are very direct in our communication. We tell people exactly what their next step is, exactly how to take it, and we make that next step easy. I have abandoned cart so many times because it has not been easy for me to pay for a product. Whether it's a billing issue with me being in a different country, or it's an agreement issue, or the... um conversion of pricing is off or my card isn't accepted and they only want PayPal. There's so many things that I can think of right in the second even that have just really, it really kind of irritated me. And so I've abandoned cart and you could argue, well, maybe you didn't want the offer badly enough. Sure. But also if we don't make it easy for people, we make it easy for them to walk away. And lastly, the timeless marketing tip that I want to leave you with is the power of social proof. So this is a little bit different to client megaphones in the sense that client megaphones are about people sharing you with the people they trust, like with their networks. Social proof is about bringing that trust into your networks, into your funnel. And this is really just evidence that your offer is amazing. and. Oftentimes, I look at sales pages, I look at launch funnels, I can see right away that there is not enough social proof, there is not enough evidence that this thing works, and therefore, there is not enough motivation for somebody to purchase. Right now, think about your business, think about your marketing, and think about how much social proof you have and how much you're consistently sharing that social proof. You might be the story that you're sharing as evidence of something works, but we also want evidence from other people that your offer is amazing and that it works. And we want the social proof to be strategic based on objections that people consistently have in your business. So if people consistently object to the price, for example, you want to include social proof that speaks to the value they received of the price. Uh, An example I can give you is uh, one of my clients, uh, she works in the relationship niche and she was able to illustrate how, yes, it's a five-figure investment to work with her. And also she was able to show in social proof that she has saved her clients up to six figures, right? In savings. And so there is like a very perfect illustration of social proof speaking to the objection of the cost to work with her. Another client works in the fitness industry, the health and fitness industry, and they get objections all the time around time and busy moms. And so the social proof that they, they share is all about busy moms working out in 10 to 15 minute slots in at home, right? Like not having to go to the gym for like a two hour workout. 
So think about the things that your niche object to and how you can leverage social proof to show that you've thought of that, you understand them, you know what barriers to success they have, and you have addressed them through your program. And when you do that, you build a lot of trust. All right, so I'm going to leave you with these marketing principles that are timeless that you can come back to when you're overwhelmed and you're tired from all the trends and the relentless changes online. Uh, And just to recap them, get clear on your blue ocean strategy in your niche. Look at what's working outside of your bubble for inspiration. Get really good at the art of storytelling. Nail the sale by nailing the feeling. Create a brand that is cohesive across all touch points. Get your clients epic results so that they share you with their networks. Look at your data to understand where your funnel is winning and losing. Create clear and simple call to actions and sales experiences for your people so that they can take an effortless action to pay, to purchase, to work with you. And lastly, Share epic social proof that speaks to the objections that people have as evidence that your offer is amazing and that it will work for them. I'll catch you next week with another episode. But in the meantime, have an amazing rest of your day. Thank you so much for being here. I'm Robin Gooding, and you've been listening to the Profitable Way podcast. You can follow me on Instagram at robin.gooding and join the Facebook community through the link in my Instagram bio. It would mean the world to me if you would subscribe, rate, and review this episode so that I can continue to share this message with other entrepreneurs looking to pursue their dream online. I hope you'll join in next week for another episode. And I hope that you always remember that the best is yet to come.